following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino casino.com and download that eagle access app tuesdays on the huge radio network are presented by the incredible soren eagle casino and resort in mount pleasant michigan are you ready for huge opinions on the lions tigers wings pistons michigan msu and every sports team in the state of michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the up the huge show is on air statewide on the michigan sports network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one bill simonson What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together for another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in the world where you give mobile service. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He came running in, screaming to the studio. Johnson is staying. Johnson is staying. James the Game Gemmel told me when I walked in that Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson told both the Commanders and the Seahawks he is out of the running for their open head coach positions. And he will stay in Detroit and what Dave Burkett from the free press said that he wants to win a Super Bowl in the Motor City, unfinished business. That's good news because we're not even 48 hours removed from the collapse. That's what NFL Films is calling the NFC Championship story. Last thing you needed today was to hear that Johnson was going to go take the commander's job in Washington, D.C. That was the last thing you needed to hear. Now, Aaron Glenn is still in the running for both of those jobs, the Lions defensive coordinator, but let's be honest, the Lions won because of their offense. Glenn did a great job with the talent that he had in front of him. But losing Johnson would have made you think, okay, Is Goff going to be the same quarterback with a new offense, with a new offensive coordinator? Do you elevate a Scotty Montgomery who's working with running backs? What do you do? And does it disrupt everything? Because look at the Eagles, what they went through when they lost both coordinators. Yeah, they had a great start, but they just bottomed out how Matt Patricia ever became interim defensive coordinator with the Eagles is beyond me. So the offseason is underway for your NFC North champion, Detroit Lions, and it begins 
with a huge move. And that move is I'm staying and Ben Johnson is not leaving Detroit. So let's run it back. I don't think, on the flip side, I thought Johnson was gone to Washington. I really did. Glenn, I... McDonald's out there, but Glenn has more NFL experience. McDonald, the former Michigan defensive coordinator, with Harbaugh and the Ravens. But I'm telling you, when teams are getting down to this final decision and they're watching coaches... And you're kind of watching Johnson, and there was reports yesterday that Washington had kind of cooled on him, even though they were on their way en route when he told them, hey, I'm out of it. The Washington crew, do you look and say, wait a minute, is he really our guy? San Francisco owned him in the second half. Or you look at McDonald and Baltimore, Mahomes and Kelsey owned him. Do we really want him? Just like when you pick assistants, just like the flyer they took on Dan Campbell. Think about where we all were with Goff and Campbell. <laughs> Seven games in. Well, excuse me, 11 games in. It was 0-10 and 1, wasn't it? Hmm. That is, that's a big lift for the Lions Nation, for the team. I, I saw Decker tweeting something out. Players, they needed something after that heartbreak in Santa Clara on Sunday night. So you run it back, which you know, Goff's going to get his deal. He's going to get that money. Those of you thinking, oh, you don't need to pay him $50 million. You got a hooker. Really? It's the going rate. Oh, well, you can franchise tag him. Okay, well then, yeah, do the Washington thing that they did the Cousins because the first chance he gets to leave, he's leaving. Lions aren't in a we need to win next year. They weren't even in we needed to win it this year, but we were riding along on that bonus wave, and it was a beautiful thing. Everywhere you went, people are talking about the Lions. Police are pulling me over. You're doing 90 in a 55. I go, do you know who I am? They go, yes, we do. And go, Lions, and you don't get a ticket. This was a bonus year. Look how young they are. Look how young John, he's only 37. He's in no hurry to become a head coach. What's his value when they win a Super Bowl? And you want to pick your team. Let's be honest. Is it Geno Smith or are they going to flip to a new quarterback? They just paid Geno, so they're stuck with them. You got Washington, you're going to get a new QB. You want to be the new coordinator and have two to three years if that QB will work out? No, you got golf. You got a system. You got Campbell who seems to let Ben Johnson do his job, at least from the outside, looking in. Don't you want to leave when you want a Super Bowl or two? I assume, too, when his name was out there, don't discount that the Lions and the way Sheila Hamp and Holmes have ran things, that they went and gave him a bump and pay, right? You stay, we're going to bump it. 
We're going to give you four of those electric vehicles that nobody's buying from the Ford 150 Lightning plant. And we're going to give you free electrical chargers you're going to put in your home even when you don't have electric vehicles. They come in handy. When friends come over, you got an EV? Plug in. I got dip. We're watching March Madness. That's just a good lift that we all needed. Because that wave riding was awesome. Like, I didn't want it to end, not only for a statewide radio show, but just personally. When the Lions are winning, your life is better. And I know that people are like, hey, boy, you guys are psycho. If you're living vicariously through your sports team, you have mental issues. Yes, we all do. But when the Lions are winning, life is better. If you're a Michigan State fan and they got Michigan tonight, College basketball streaming only on the Peacock. 9 p.m. tonight. When state's winning and hoops or football, life's better for the Spartan fan, just like for the Wolverine fan who enjoyed that national championship ride. And then you're thinking you're going to get a ride with the Lions to the Super Bowl. And when you look at the breakdown that you've seen between the Niners and the Chiefs, the Lions, if they hold on, Weren't there just to celebrate being in Vegas? They were good enough to win it because they already beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead to start the season before the rookies were even seasoned. But Johnson staying is a small W. A bigger W when you look big picture for this window that will be at least as we talk for whatever this contract is for Jared Goff one year left. I think they're going to redo it. He says he wants to stay. He said that yesterday. Five years, 50 million a year. There's your window. Now there's your window. Yeah. You're going to have to pay Sewell and the guy's the best offensive lineman in the game right now. I think. You're going to have to pay St. Brown. He deserves it. I won't hold that drop against him. You're going to have to eventually pay the young guys, but that's the window here. With that, maybe four years of that golf deal before you got to pay Branch and Gibbs and J-Mo and the young guys and Hutch, right? You got this window. That's why the Niners are... Chargers that Harbaugh took over. They're, hey, they're going to have to let some big names go. They won't be able to re-sign them with new deals. The future looks fantastic for your Detroit Lions. Can't control injuries. I don't know if they live by luck this year. The Bears game was a miracle at the end at home. They won just by playing great football because they had a culture of believing to the point that they led 24-7 on Sunday night. 24-7. Hello, Marty Boy. You better book it, Marty. I got a picnic and basket full of Super Bowl tickets. 
Man. I, I try and let it go. And then I keep sharing videos of like what could have been an interception, still might have been pass interference, but bounces off a helmet and Ayuk makes the miracle grab. Superfly, I DVR'd that game and I went back and watched it. And it reminded me of going through old videos and photos with old girlfriends. Not with me, but with their new guys. <laughs> oh, I hit the delete button after skimming through it. That, that can't linger there. I, I can't go to like recordings going, oh, look, hold on. Yeah, uh, there's old school Sopranos. Uh, there's the 2023 NFC Championship game. Can someone get me a bottle of Flying Aces whiskey right now, please? I don't think Bill's doing well with the game. He's been in his underwear, same underwear for seven days, sitting on his couch. Called Marty Board, took a vacation, and did nothing but watch the game on a loop. Went through a bottle a day of Flying Aces whiskey, all their flavors, peach, caramel corn, apple. They went through it all. People would knock at the door. He wouldn't answer. Friends said they could hear him yelling at the TV. Why? He thought about making a call. Maybe he'd need help. But he replied to the friends behind the door. Blankety blank. Get the blankety blank out of here. That's why I had to hit the delete button. I will say this with conviction to you, the listeners all across Michigan and all around the world on the iHeart app, or if you're listening on the free stream at thehugeshow.net, I cannot watch that Super Bowl. It will be the first Super Bowl that I can't even look at. You know what? Because it's like I had the best woman in the world I'm ready to marry. A model, a 10, Sports Illustrated. Playboy, she's beautiful. And she dumped me, but I still got an invitation to the wedding. <laughs> I can't watch the Niners play at all. If there's a way that I could like cover one eye like a pirate and just look at the Chiefs, I'm cool with that. But then, when I see Taylor Swift, I need another patch, and now I look like I just lost both eyes in an acid accident. I can't watch it. A, because of Taylor Swift, and B, because when I look at the Niners, all I'm doing is thinking of this past Sunday. I can't watch it. Oh, it's a Super Bowl. You have to for your show. No, I don't. I'm thinking about having a puppy bowl watch party at a local bar. I want to get the little puppies in Lions jerseys, right? Let those little puppies, little, little gold retrievers, let them 
Let them score. Oh, they got Lions jerseys on, right? All of a sudden, the puppies are up 24-7 on the California critters. And they lose 34-31. You're a bunch of dogs! I can't watch the Superfly. I am, I swear to God, I will not watch it. I will not talk about it. So I know it's one of the biggest sporting events of the year, but I am declaring on the huge show across Michigan that I will not talk about this game. There will be no preview. I don't care if I'm breaking down Lee High School field hockey in the upcoming spring season. I don't even know if they have a field hockey team, but I'm still going to break it down. I can't talk about the Niners. It's too soon. And Taylor Swift and Kelsey and, my God, that storyline, I love Mahomes, but I they make me want to puke. So Superfly and I were going through lists of things we could talk about over the next couple of weeks. It is great timing that Michigan State and Michigan are playing tonight with the worst record between the teams in 40 years. That's a pick-me-up. They got the Pistons. Oh, they won on Sunday. They jinx the Lions. What are they playing for right now? Oh, they're they're really starting to look good. Really? So you're going to be one of those fans when they win 13 games this year, 15? Oh, you know, look at the way they played from the first of the year on. Wings are great. We may go all hockey. I asked Knubel if he wanted to be the co-host for two months. We will talk a lot about the draft with Jeff Risden from the Lions Way, right? Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit. Mike Kimber from Chad Sports and also Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. We will get to the draft. That will be a big deal. Lions have four picks in the three rounds. I'm just talking Super Bowl. I don't care who wins. I will not watch it. Puppy Bowl, what else is on? Well, What's counter-programming to the Super Bowl? Yellowstone, I've already watched that twice. And they annoy me. Because that town has people disappearing like UFO sightings. And the police never do anything. You never, you hardly ever saw a cop in Yellowstone. Okay, small Montana town. We've had 150 people die in the last month. Oh, they're all thrown over the canyon over there by the Wyoming border. And without Coster now and knowing that, I can't watch it anymore. Plus, with the winter weather is where I binge watch all my series because then it gets the golf weather and the kids and outside and it's pure Michigan. I'm just talking Super Bowl. I can't watch it. I'm sorry. It's one Super Bowl that I will not watch. Our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Will you watch the Super Bowl? I'm asking you, the audience listening. You can join in one 838 4843 That's what 866-838-HUGE. 
It's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank is a Michigan bank based in Michigan with locations all across Michigan. Drop your comments at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on that huge text chain. Text Huge to 21,000. You can interact with the show anytime you want to. Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Will you watch the Super Bowl? Who's with me that you just can't? I can't. I can't. I won't talk about it. People are like, oh, you have to. Marty Boer, Michigan Sports Network. You got to talk about it. No, no. Uh-uh. No. There'll be a lot to talk about. Wings. Hey, can the Pistons get the 10 wins? That could be a huge question of the day. Michigan State's fighting for an NCAA men's hoops tournament berth. In the draft, Rizzi will be all over with Lions Wire, Draft Wire, Reisman, Kimber, all our insiders. Yeah, so we got a lot to talk about. She's not talking about the Super Bowl. I'm not. Can't. Brian in Grand Rapids listening on 96 won the game. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Hughes, thanks for taking my call. Uh, somber week. Good news this week or today with Ben Johnson. I, unfortunately, will be watching the Super Bowl. I have a party that I paid to attend, which will be sad at the same time. Uh, my uh, my question for you is, now that Ben coming back, do you think we get better or worse if Aaron Glenn decides to come back? I hmm. think he did good with what we had. What 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 are your thoughts? You know, I, and that's an interesting viewpoint because if I had the value assistant coaches, I would have put Ben Johnson one. And is Glenn the second best? Did he do the best? You know, when I see that Branch played less than half the snaps, was he hurting? Things that we don't know unless we're on the sidelines in that locker room. Did he blitz and maximize as much as he should have? That second half was just a masterclass by Shanahan and his staff against Campbell, Johnson, and the rest of the crew. Even Johnson, you know, his inexperience. Maybe, you know, with some self-evaluation, Johnson says, I'm not ready. Because you look at those crunch time situations. You can feel it unraveling. All of you could watch that game. We could see it. You know, the Lions have eclipsed that hump, which was, Win the North, get the home playoff game, won the home playoff game, then won another one. Then it's chance of Jared Goff. Then it's leading 24-7 at halftime on the road in the NFC championship game, and they couldn't close the deal. So maybe Johnson looked at himself and said, I still have growth to do as a coordinator and leader. And I respect that because that seems to be the type of people connected to Campbell. And if you're not going to watch the Super Bowl, it's fine. If you paid to watch it, you got to go. Just get hammered. If you want to join in, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets.
start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, this special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions, and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break, vacations, and even the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. That is theurbanu.com. The prepping season is underway, and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip, that spring break, or the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our producer extraordinaire. Ben Johnson is staying in Detroit told the Commanders and Seahawks he's not interested in becoming their next head coach. I did see some of the numbers. This Al Karsten guy does a great job on Twitter firing out numbers connected to the Lions. Look at the Lions' offense this past season. Third in points per game, almost 27. Fourth in passing yards per game. Third in average passing yards, a little over seven. Seventh in rushing yards per game. Seventh in rushing yards per attempt. Second fewest sacks allowed. All year, 50 rushing TDs, second in football, 119.8 yards after the catch per game, third in pro football, and number two in 1.9 rushing yards after contact. 
Yeah, you can see offense fueled the Motor City. And I think Ben Johnson's new name is Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> Chris Ballas, he was known as Dr. Feelgood back in the day at Grand Rapids Northview High School. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign from the Wolverine.com. How you doing, my man? Busy, Billy. Busy, man. It's going to be a big few days and a few months for Michigan football, I'll tell you, uh, preparing for the short term for this team and this program. Yeah, so let's talk about uh, the short term, long term. Herbert, the strength and conditioning guy, was a big blow. Not a total shock that he joined Harbaugh with the Chargers. Minner was expected. Now the question is a Sharon Moore. Who does he keep? Who else could leave? And when I say leave, uh, that's both coaches and players. Yeah, and I do think it was a shock. The Minty Herbert thing was a shock to the kids, and it was kind of a shock to us. We'd gotten a call on Friday night. As a matter of fact, when we were out to dinner, uh, after more signs saying that it sounded like Herb was the first one to commit to him and, and staying here, and then all of a sudden, L.A. comes at him and throws him an insane amount of money that you just don't see for strength coaches in the NFL. It makes you wonder if he's going to be kind of like a consigliere and and in addition to a strength coach for Jim Harbaugh, that's how much he respects him, and we know that. But it's essentially a part-time job in the pros, right? Which is why owners don't want to overpay for them. All these guys have their own trainers. You know, they're not working out with them in the summer like they would in college. So, um, and we saw Michigan players take to social media like crazy, even more than when Harbaugh left, expressing their disappointment. I think it was Mason Graham who said this one cuts deep. So, but uh, they aren't flocking to the portal right now, and, and they still want to see what happens with their position coaches. We've heard that Mike Elston uh, has an offer from Jim Harbaugh, potentially, to go and join him with the Chargers, Michigan's defensive line coach. If they were to lose him as well, then you're talking about, you know, you've got some elite All-American defensive linemen who are getting crazy offers to go other places and who are looking for reasons to stay in Michigan, but if the NIL isn't up to par, your coach isn't there, your assistant coach isn't there, your strength coach isn't there, then it's more likely that you're going to leave. So it's going to be a tough few days here for Michigan. They got to get some of these coaches signed and and let these players know that they really want to keep them here with some strong offers. Um, Mike Hart took down any reference uh, in his profile on Twitter for what it's worth to Michigan. Uh, is he done coaching in Ann Arbor? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think that he's out recruiting though. And talking to our recruiting guy EJ Holland, he hasn't heard much about him on the on the road. So that seems pretty telling. And it's been kind of strange, really, since Mike Hart. Uh, you know, since the championship game, he wasn't at the celebration for the uh, the team when they came back at Chrysler Center on that Saturday night, and uh, hasn't really been around as much. So I can't speak definitively on that, but there are certainly some clues there that perhaps Mike Hart. Uh, will be a casualty and uh, and won't be back. So whether that means he's going to be taking an NFL job or looking to be a coordinator or a head coach somewhere else uh, remains to be seen. But uh, as of right now, that's what we know about it. What's interesting, like you said, from the outside looking in, when he didn't show up to those things post-championship, maybe he knew Harbaugh was leaving, that Moore was going to be the head coach and that he was not going to be the offensive coordinator and decided to begin the journey looking for another destination at that point. Yeah, it could be. It's speculation, you know, and uh, all I know is that I respect the hell out of that guy. And 
one of my favorite Wolverines ever, one of my favorite Michigan coaches ever. I think he helped change the culture of this program and was a huge hire in turning this thing around. So uh, hopefully whatever, if it's here at Michigan, which I, obviously I would prefer, um, great. If not, then I hope uh, whatever whatever he does next, he has great success. Unless, of course, he goes to East Lansing or, or Ohio State or something, right? How ironic would it be that the little brother would come home? No chance. <laughs> oh, come on. Now you set it up. You want, yeah, I, I want to see around. him with D'Antonio and Coach Smith at the press conference in East Lansing. No, I don't. That's the last thing I think any Michigan guy would oh want. Oh, my to God. And then he would say, yeah. you know what? He'd be at the press conference. He'd say, I was a little brother, and the little brother has come home to East Lansing. <laughs> no, no. All right, let's change the subject, man. What else you got okay. here? <laughs> You're killing me. It's Miles for the Wolverine.com. Uh, the Michigan Insider checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. So in terms of player movement, it seemed pretty solid when more when they moved fast and got past the seven-day waiting period to make that announcement that the remaining roster, for the most part, was safe. But now, over the last few days, and with Herbert leaving, and like you said, Elston, and this other talk, and whether it's Hart or whoever, that there seems to be a precarious period here we're looking at that you mentioned uh, in your first comments. How many players could they lose off this squad that would have been starters? Yeah, that's a that's a, we don't know that yet, and I think part of it is because uh, well, there's two things. The semesters they're well into the semester now, so there's 30 day period where the coach leaves and you are free to leave. Uh, classes are w- weeks into into session at other schools in addition to Michigan. So uh, what you have to m- worry about most, and what I wrote in a column just a few minutes ago that I posted at Wolverine.com, is uh, the spring portal. Right, because now teams are going to have all these opportunities to pursue them for 15 days, from I think April 15th to April 30th, if I'm not mistaken, and or maybe it might be end of April to mid-May. But at that point, they're going to know what they need. That's when the strongest offers are going to come out. Hey, we are one or two players away here, right, from being a championship contender. Let's go out and get, for example, Kenneth Grant. You know, one of the guys who was reportedly following other coaches on Twitter after Herbert left and. And he could be the guy that's the missing piece to another championship team. We can give him a million bucks or whatever they want to give him down south. Now, a lot of those numbers are inflated. And that's what somebody, you know, made sure to tell me today is like, you know, they better get this in writing if these kids leave because half the times these kids are leaving and getting maybe half as much as they were promised. So it better be a strong offer in writing. But regardless, that's when I think you really have to worry the most. I don't think this 30 days is as big a deal. If it is, though, then you got an issue, right? Because then it's like not only do you have this period to recruit them back, but then you've got the the April portal period as well. And I talked to people at the champion circle today who said they are working hard, hard on guys like Mason Graham, Kenneth Grant, Will Johnson, and guys like that. Some of those guys made less than $100,000 last year and could have made a ton more at other schools. And it's going to be up to them and the Michigan donors, frankly, to keep them here. Uh, That's just the reality of college football. It sucks. I hate it, but that's where we are, and that's what college football has become, Bill. Yeah, and that focal point that you just mentioned to me is the foundation that could get this team back to the expanded 12-team playoff next December. It's that defense, and if they would lose two or three starters, God forbid more, off that Mm -hmm. defense, they could be in trouble in year one with a new quarterback and a new head coach and a new coordinator and just – 
new coaches. Right. I mean, I, that that could be the recipe for disaster. It could be short term, and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Sharon Moore is a great recruiter, and I think long term, he you know he'll do a really good job there. But you want to get off and running and get off to a great start, and and that means continuity. I mean, that was one of the reasons that you hire this guy, right? Is because the um, because what you what you you want that continuity and you want the team to stay together. So it's tough. It really is, and it's tough for him, and it's tough for the coaches, and uh, you just hope that um, you just hope that, you know, he can keep the rest of these guys together and that, that things just settle down for him. And then you can concentrate on the roster, not only maintaining your roster, but adding pieces. For example, Jake Rudock, I think they added in the late period several years ago, was, was Jim Harbaugh's first quarterback, right? And was a huge piece. If you can add some of those pieces like Michigan has the last few years with Olu, Olu with Timmy and guys like that, then you're definitely going to have a better chance to get back to that playoff. And just think about Harbaugh's journey after Rudock, who was awesome. I'm talking at QB for Michigan. And Rudock was awesome in that uh, first year for Harbaugh. But then the ups and downs and finding stability really caved for a bit. And then J.J. for two seasons, how long it took Harbaugh. And Moore's going to have to hit the ground running with a QB, a new one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, maybe, you know what, maybe Alex Orgy or somebody steps up. Maybe Jaden Denigal makes a huge jump. Uh, you know, we haven't seen these guys play. We know they've had their moments in practice, but at the same time, we've never seen Alex Orgy throw, right? Now, it wasn't like he came in like J.J. McCarthy did as a freshman. Uh, you know, there was a specific package for Orgy. McCarthy was allowed to throw the ball. We haven't seen that. So hopefully hopefully that changes and, um, but, uh, and that maybe some of these guys really blossom. But to me, the next – starting quarterback at Michigan is somewhere out there and they're going to have to get him in the, in the spring portal in my opinion. Chris Ballas has the latest with the Wolverine.com team at the Wolverine.com on more on putting together a coaching staff, the new strength and conditioning team. Uh, a lot of changes and will uh, the power five big boys go after Michigan's top players. Follow everything at the Wolverine.com. Chris, appreciate the update. Anytime, Billy. Thank you. All right, Chris Bowles joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. We do have our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. I'm not watching the Super Bowl. I'm not talking about the Super Bowl. Are you going to watch it? Because of the pain you'll feel looking at the Niners or the pain you'll feel seeing Taylor Swift nine million times. You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. There's a new player in town. Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500, or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 20 or older in Michigan to play.
Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You don't want to miss the savings this week at Meyer. Right now, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And buy five, save $5 when you mix or match items across the store, like General Mills Cheerios and Dan and Yogurt. There are so many ways to save with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SorenEagleCasino.com. They also feature Michigan's go-to live sports betting destination inside the Ascend Sportsbook at Nightclub and download that Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. I I can't watch that game because of the Niners. Swift stuff I can get by, but and maybe I'll change, but I doubt it. Lions were there, man. And that is just tough to deal with. It is. They were there. Speaking of the big game. All the brand steakhouse and grills have a takeout special for Big Game Sunday. Takeout wing platters, wings on the fly, 25 wings for $24.99, 50 wings for $48.99, 75 wings for $71.99, 100 wings, $89.99. You can reserve your tables for the big game at all brands' locations right now. Happy hour specials every day, two of them. 3 to 6, 9 to close. 
food and drink specials. Also during the big game, 12 wings for 12 bucks, traditional or boneless, 250 20-ounce PBR drafts, 399 margaritas, and 299 20-ounce domestic drafts happening during the big game. At Old Brands Steakhouse and Grills, for the one close to you, go to brands.com. Let's go to James in Burton, Michigan, listening on Sports Extra 1330 out of Flint. You're on the Huge Show. Hi, Bill. Nice talking to you, my friend. It's on your mind, buddy. I got about forty seconds. Yeah, I'm just I'm just watching in a passing look, man. I'm just you know a passing look, and uh, I'll probably be looking for a college basketball game. But you know what? Twelve more days, the healing process be be a little better. And but just say this, Bill. We got uh, twenty days or less till. Tigers baseball and spring training. Hey, man, Jamie, you know what? You're like a healing therapist in Burton. Thank you so much for listening on Sports Extra 1330. Like I said, I may be able to watch it, but right now I can't stand to look at the Niners. I just can't stand it. Everything connected to this show is free, and you can check in daily at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino casino.com and download that eagle access app tuesdays on the huge radio network are presented by the incredible soren eagle casino and resort in mount pleasant michigan Back live across Michigan, hour number two is Superfly Hayes. We were just talking. I think I forgot to give him his Christmas gift. I think it's in my truck. Let me check the calendar. Okay. He must have not been in that day. But we didn't take off any time for Christmas because we were so locked in on Michigan in the Alabama game. That's been the... Thing the last three years. We take our, our vacations from the previous year, push into the new year because of Michigan and this year. Lions almost took us to February. Man. Good news with the Lions. Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, told the Seahawks and the Commanders he's not interested in becoming their next head coach. Still has business to take care of. And I think and it could be the reason why Glenn doesn't take a job. These guys want to finish the mission together. I think there's meaning for the core of this group. It includes coaches, front office personnel, even Sheila Hamp. They were close. They know it. They blew it. They led 24-7 Sunday night. And Johnson coming back 
is a huge lift to the Lions Nation. I can feel it already on the social networks. I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook with the callers in the first hour. They needed it. We all needed it. And I was looking at their list of free agents, and I'm serious, Superfly. I appreciate the contributions of that list. I don't think they're going to re-sign Jonah Jackson because they got to pay Sewell. I, Glasgow coming back as a starter slash backup O-lineman, I like that, but I think he's going to have big market value as a starter with somebody based on how he played this year. There weren't a lot of names where I'm like, they need those guys back. This core, we all know the core. You know what the core is. It's Rag now, it's Decker, it's Sewell. And this isn't a knock on any other player. It's Goff, they're going to pay him. It's Montgomery, it's Gibbs, it's J-Mo. You know, Reynolds is one of those restricted free agents where I... I'm watching Roman Wilson at the Senior Bowl. Clayton Savior from the Wolverine.com shared something. He looks unguardable. He'd be great in the Lions offense. Mm. St. Brown's going to get paid, right? You got Raymond. I'm talking core right now. Obviously, Hutch. and he, He had a horrible game against the Niners. That's it. It just happens. Unfortunately, it came against... The Niners in the NFC Championship game, he was this bad. He got trucked a lot. He didn't make an impact. He had some of the lowest-graded numbers of the season, of his career. Those things happen. I think that will motivate him. There was a part of me in looking at Hutch, because he plays hard, like keeping on weight. He looked a little thin. You know, when I say thin for a DN in the NFL, if you're going to be thin, you have to be quick and be able to blow by people. There's a balance. And he missed a couple of tackles like on Purdy. Oh, my God. Purdy's three scrambles. The bounce off the helmet. The drop by Reynolds. I told myself I'm not going to repeat everything again. Like I opened the show with my huge opinion. I, I can't watch the su- right now the Super Bowl. I'm going to have a puppy bowl watch party at PetSmart or Chowhound. I swear to God. I told Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network, Super Sunday, Puppy Bowl, Big Screen Watch Party, Chow Hound or Pet Smart. I can't look at the Niners. And I don't want to see. I don't want to see Taylor Swift. I, nothing against any Swifties, as you're called. I appreciate your musical taste. I'm tired of it. I am. And the Niners thing is just, it's too painful. Because the Lions opened up the season beating the Chiefs. Neutral site, I get the experience factor, but if they would have rolled out of San Francisco with a W, I think they're beating the Chiefs and they're world champions. How can I watch a Super Bowl? I can't. Huge watch party, puppy bowl, chow hound, or pet smart. I'll let you know what location. We do have our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Right now, do you have plans to watch the big game, as they say? I don't. You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843.
Antoine, 866-838-HILGE. A nice distraction if you got the peacock on your streaming service. Michigan State, Michigan, 9 o'clock tonight. If the game goes into double OT, it will end on Wednesday. Worst combined record of the two teams in like 40 years. Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan, Big Ten Hoops Insider. He's standing by on the roast Stumber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? Doing good, Bill. Wow. Uh, I've been here... 22 years doing the huge show across Michigan. This will be the most least anticipated Michigan, Michigan state basketball game. Because usually if one was bad, the other was good, but there is like, and I know we're all buried with the lions and still talking about him. Ben Johnson coming back, but you know, both these teams, Michigan, especially right now, you look at the big 10 standings, they're the bottom feeder dead last Michigan state preseason. Number four, they're fighting back, trying to make the tournament. Uh, like I, what was it, 40 years? I saw your tweet. How long, uh, the worst combined record, and how many years was it exactly? I had to go all the way back. I spent my Sunday morning looking this up and had to go all the way back to 1982 before I found a uh, combined oh. record. It's bad. Going oh into a God, 40, like 42. Yeah. It's like 42 mm-hmm. years. Well, why is it such a, for both teams, because you follow the Spartans, but also you keep an eye on the Big Ten. Why has it been such a disappointing season to a point for Izzo and his team, and for Howard in Michigan? You know, it's, it just seems like a program that's kind of stuck in neutral to me, you know? Um, it's disappointing. I mean, they're 12-8. and eight. They're still on track to probably go to the NCAA tournament if they uh, win the games they should going down the stretch. But, you know, it's just another year where you're probably a 7-8 seed, um, win a game, you know, maybe go to the Sweet 16, you know. Um, and listen, for a lot of programs, that's a good year. You know, I don't mean to downplay that, but time has set the bar so high here, going to Final Fours, going deep in the tournament, contending for Big Ten titles. So after really since Cassius Winston left, it's been kind of this 500 in the Big Ten, sneak into the tournament, but not really feel like you have a shot of going deep into the tournament. And I just think there's kind of been an apathy um, among the fan base. Uh, everyone kind of thought this was a year they had so many guys back, so much experience back, number four in the preseason, like you said. Everyone kind of thought this is the year that they would kind of break out of that rut, I think, and kind of take the next step and be a top 10 program again and be a national title contender again. And it just hasn't happened, um, I think, probably for a variety of reasons. But I think this is kind of a program that people are, who are ready to kind of uh, believe was going to take the next step, and, and it just hasn't happened. Yeah, look at that Michigan. They've had flashes where you're like, hey, they look pretty good. And then on the flip side, they've had games where they look like the worst team in the Big Ten. And I'm talking non-conference, in-conference play. And I know Howard, and he went through the health issue and Martelli. They seem to be better coached in a better unit playing together with Martelli than Howard uh, coaching them. Your thoughts on this matchup tonight? You know, Michigan, I, I still think they have talented players, and, and I think they should be a better team than their record shows, but um, I think they've lost 6-7. to seven. Um, They just, I don't know, something seems to be off there, just looking at it from afar. Um, you know, whether it's what happened with Juwan Howard and Sanderson, the strength coach, um, or, you know, having different coaches and having Howard in and out, or if it's just a chemistry issue, I don't know. But they don't, they seem less than the sum of their parts, 
you know, to me looking from afar and um, something's going on there. And, but I think if you're Michigan state, that's a little dangerous, right? Uh, Because I do think they're talented enough to rise up in a rivalry game. If they feel like they can win. Um, I really like uh, Conmore. They've got Um, the trouble for them is not having Doug McDaniel. I think they're very, very different. Um, And they're presumably not going to have him tonight because it's a road game, but I still think they have a lot of talent and if they put it together, they have the opportunity to, to do something. Yeah, Michigan, Michigan State uh, lost in all the Lions fever uh, tonight, 9 p.m. on the Peacock, streaming only uh, for that matchup tonight at the Breslin uh, in East Lansing. Tom, uh, with Stephen Izzo being done after this year, the question is, has been there almost every year for about five or six years, if not longer. How much longer uh, will Izzo coach Michigan State basketball? What's your gut on it or read? I think it's going to be several more years. I, I There was a time recently where I thought that he would kind of follow the lead of Krzyzewski and Jay Wright and Roy Williams and um, kind of look around at what's happening in college basketball and say, this isn't for me. But I think he's kind of hardened a little bit um, within the last year and said, you know, I want to be the guy that, um, that kind of beats the system and wins in this era. And I'm not going to run from this era. It's no secret he doesn't like the portal and NIL and everything that's happening with college basketball. But I think he's resolved to, to find a way to work um, and find a way to win in this new system. So I, I, if it, I think it's at least two, three more years. Um, he's on the record saying he, it's not happening. Surprisingly after this year, he's not going to be like Saban. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, I think he's sticking out, sticking out for at least two, three more years. Well, what is shocking about this year's Michigan state men's basketball team and Kyle Austin, MLive.com. Spartan Big Ten Hoops Insider joining us on the Roast Number Coffee guest line that with all the returnees they had, all the senior leadership on the floor, off the floor, with that highly ranked recruiting class where some were saying maybe there's two one and dones, if not more there. That's why they were preseason number four. I I expected a lot out of this team, but but to be honest, uh the recruiting class and those seniors have been too inconsistent. Yeah, I agree. And uh, the returning guys were, were the, really the reason I thought that they would uh, be an elite team this right. year. Uh, because because yeah, that's that's kind of the, the formula right now in college basketball. Those are the type of teams that are winning. Um, and Tyson Walker's doing his job. You know, he's like training first team all Big Ten, scoring about 20 points a game. But the other guys just kind of haven't taken that leap. I mean, A.J. Hogarth's kind of the same player he's been. I think Malik Hall's been more consistent, um, but maybe not a huge leap there. And Jay Nakins may be the most disappointing. Um, not shooting the ball well. This really hasn't kind of taken the next step. And I thought he could become a really good player, and it just hasn't happened yet. So, uh, yeah, they have the experience, but those guys just haven't really developed, I don't think, like anybody thought they would. It's almost like uh, I've watched Hoggard, uh, Hall, and at times Aikens, but more focusing on Hoggard and Hall and their returning experience where – they, they almost have that look like, wow, I, I, maybe I shouldn't have came back. Seriously. That, that's just my feeling on it. And there's been flashes for both, which is really surprising considering what seniors and leaders have done uh, throughout Tom Izzo's coaching career in East Lansing. Yeah, I, I think that's a, that's always a risk when guys go test the waters, which is what Hogard and, and Aikens did. Um, I almost thought that they, for a while, especially early in the season, that they thought it was going to kind of come easy to them, you know, like they could kind of go out there and do what they do and they'd win a bunch of games. And it seemed to me just watching them that 
everything was just harder than they thought it would be, you know, and, and AJ Hogarth maybe top of that list, you know, was just kind of playing not to his level for a while. And then Israel benched him for a game. And, and I think he's been better since, but those guys just really haven't elevated their game. Like I thought they would. And, and maybe it's the NBA, like you thought, or maybe they just didn't come in with the right attitude, but um, not playing like the seniors under Tom Israel that we've typically seen. And there's time they can still get there. But, you know, as we talked today, it really hasn't happened yet. Or the reality of, you know, you're not going to be that next level player, too. And you're going to move on with life and you get a degree and you, you live a happy life. There's, there's a lot there for this team to be preseason number four and where they are today. But they get to that 17 win total number. They still can get to the tournament. Now you got the Big Ten tournament. So with his on his staff, you never want to count them out. Kyle Austin, MLive.com's MSU Hoops. And Big Ten Hoops Insider joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line tonight on the Peacock. 9 p.m. streaming only. Michigan State hosting the Mighty Wolverines. Maybe they can follow the Michigan State ladies who destroyed Michigan also at the Breslin last weekend. Kyle, good to hear your voice again, my man. All right. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I tell you, because the Lions and Michigan's run into... First week of January, we've hardly talked hoops. We did a little bit early when it started, and the Pistons have been dog meat. Hasn't been a good year for basketball. It hasn't. Collectively. Pro and college right now in this state. Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal, co-host of the world-famous Couch in the Rube podcast. He'll join us. And our next segment, about 45 minutes away from former Michigan coach John Beeline, his thoughts on the Michigan-Michigan State basketball rivalry. What will go down tonight at the Breslin? Terms of the Wolverines and the Spartans. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew, also will join me in studio. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU insider later. And Tim McCullough, the fun governor. From the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, on what's happening there at Soaring Eagle. You can answer our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. I'm not watching the Super Bowl because it's too painful to look at the Niners. Even if I've seen a highlight the last two days. I saw the Weather Channel said San Francisco weather. I blocked that channel. Can't even look at it. Are you going to watch the Super Bowl? You can answer that question on 866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank of Michigan-based bank with locations all across Michigan. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The food district is now open. There's something for everyone, from Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new food district. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare, and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 Money Pass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. John Beeline in his weekly appearance here in about 35 minutes. We'll talk about Michigan State and Michigan tonight. Also, we'll go inside the basketball rivalry between the Spartans and the Wolverines. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew, also joins us. It's each and every week during the Tuesday Broadcast 5 p.m. hour all the way through the NBA Finals. Let's go talk about that Michigan State-Michigan game tonight. Graham Couch, opinion maker, Lansing State Journal, co-host, Couch in the Room podcast. He is standing by the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. What's going on, Graham? I'm doing well. Just about to cover the uh, the biggest Michigan State-Michigan basketball game in the history of the rivalry. Yeah, you know, after the Lions and the Niners and the NFC title game on Sunday night, I think this thing on the Peacock has the same feel to it with the Spartans and the Wolverines. The buildup has been incredible. I, I, I Yeah, the NFC Championship will be a forgotten thing after tonight. Oh, my God. You know, what happens if Michigan State jumps out to a 24-7 lead and they lose the game 34-31? The irony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. People will be upset. Uh you know why? 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 Why is it here right now? And again, I get the Michigan football season, the Lions uh, run, but uh, the lack of interest. And I, 
You know, there's one thing I got to say about basketball right now, Graham, and I know you're a big hoops fan, that between the NBA and college basketball, and I, I, I was thinking about this earlier today, I don't watch as much anymore. And, and I don't know what it is. Is it a lack of star players? Is it, is it AAU-style basketball where there's not defense or maybe too much defense at the college level? Your thoughts on the state of the game from NBA down to college? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I do think the NBA still rates really well in the in the postseason. It's it's. Um, I think you know, I, I'm not somebody who watches a ton of regular season NBA basketball, but I follow it more than I watch it, which is interesting. I think people are in different places. The NBA because it's just it's a long season, and um, you're either, either a fan of it or not. With with college basketball, I think you know this season in particular, where you have a Michigan team in football that goes. You know, deep into January before um, its season's over, you have a, a Lions team that goes all the way to February, and you have an NFL season, frankly, that every year uh, goes later and later, seemingly, and and so you only get like a month before March Madness, where college basketball gets to own the stage at all. It's hard, and so it's it used to feel like January starts and it's college basketball season, and people sort of catch up and they're into it, and and. Now it just doesn't feel like it gets much of a season. I think that's part of it. And then I think the other thing you have is you you don't have the team in state where, um, like Michigan State this year, people really thought and hoped might be a team that was one of the elite teams in the country and and it would be having that sort of season. And, and so even though they've been okay, they're not generating that sort of buzz. There's been more disappointment than buzz. And then Michigan basketball is sort of a mess and and. Michigan fans are wholly distracted, understandably, by football, and so uh, I, I don't know if it's it's. I, I, there are some big picture things with NIL and the transfer portal that I think threaten the sport in terms of you know just the the things that made us love college basketball and college sports for a long time. But I think that's I think football's got some of those same issues long term. I think the, the uh, I don't think the sport itself is any worse than often football. I just think it gets a smaller window and, and neither team in Michigan has been that inspiring to this point. I was really, before the season began, even with uh, you know the Michigan run on air, all the talk Lions you know, taking over the state, with Izzo, with this team, his offseason excitement, the returning experience, leadership, uh, a flashy you know, skywalking crew, coming in with one of his better recruiting classes, preseason number four. They hit rock bottom. Then they had that Baylor game, which was one of the better Michigan State start-to-finish games I've ever seen from an Izzo coach squad. And then they hit the lulls, and they're going up and down, and the Big Ten's all over the place, I think, with eight of the 16 teams uh, under 500. Your thoughts on what the expectations were to start the season for Michigan State and where they are now? Yeah, I mean, in, in theory, this should have been right one of these teams. It, it, to me, it looked like an ideal mix in certain ways of, 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 of returning veterans, a lot of sweat equity, and seasoned guys who were on the cusp of something. Uh, maybe not a lot of NBA pros, but but really good players, coupled with a highly ranked recruiting class that might elevate its ceiling. Right, that that's sort of the the narrative and the narrative that I had bought into and, and sort of perpetuated a little bit. And and I think one thing that is more and more clear it is especially with the extra COVID year that the guys you add to bolster who you were are better off being 
sophomores and juniors or transfer portal guys than freshmen. There are very few 17, 18-year-old, 19-year-old guys making an impact in college basketball right now. There are only three, I think, with Matt, uh, with Cam Christie now starting at Minnesota. I believe there are three uh, freshmen starting in the Big Ten total. And um, that's down from when I looked at it, it was like the last year before the pandemic, it was eight or so, you know, less, well less than half of the age is older. So you look at Wisconsin, for example, which gets that store kid from uh, from St. John's who's been so phenomenal. You know, that's who Wisconsin adds to a team that gets everybody to come back. They add a guy who's going to be an NBA pro who's, you know, already played a year of college basketball as a seasoned guy. And Michigan State's adding true freshmen. And and so you're in a situation right now where the, how you build and, and add to a roster is changing and you're going to have to adjust to that. So what Michigan State did would have been almost ideal for 2019, and yet it it just isn't today. That said, I also think MSU is it, its recruiting class has been under underwhelming a little bit. Now, obviously, the the Jeremy Fear situation uh, with, with him getting shot, you know, that's not something you anticipate. I think he was really growing into things where he would have been by the end of the season. I, it would have been interesting to see. Um, but Xavier Booker was nowhere near ready, and nobody understood that, including myself. Um, Carson, or, you know, Cohen Carr, good player. I think Cohen Carr as a sophomore will be an immense player. But that's the difference between getting a guy like Store, who played a year at St. John's, and Carr, who's a true freshman. And so, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of reasons it's happened, and then the, the veterans just haven't, you know, played to their ceiling every single night. And then you've got a center position that Izzo just didn't address in the offseason and probably needed to, and I think that's clear now. Graham Couch, opinion maker, Lansing State Journal, co-host of the world-famous Couch and the Rube podcast. You can find wherever you download podcasts. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. So 9 p.m. tip tonight, which is a dedication to the student-athletes from the Big Ten and the NCAA. <laughs> Uh, I'm hoping for triple overtime so we can say the game ended on Wednesday, right? That's been my line all show. Uh, this matchup, uh, Michigan's reeling, bottom feeder, uh, last place, Big Ten, two and seven. Uh, uh, they're going to struggle uh, for any cohesiveness, especially in front of a rowdy crowd that hates Michigan. I think State should win easily tonight. What do you think of the matchup? Yeah, I mean, I think Michigan State has major advantages in the backcourt, especially with Doug McDaniel not playing uh, for Michigan. And it's really unfair for Michigan's other players having him going in and out of the lineup. I don't know how you grow as a roster. I think you're just better off going all with or all without, even if he's a really good player. Um, and the front court, you know, Michigan's got a couple guys who have given Michigan, or, you know, one guy in Reed has given Michigan State some trouble for. And, you know, the transfer from Tennessee is kind of a classic power forward. I really like him a lot. And, and um, so they could give MSU some problems in there. Michigan is not the worst team in the Big Ten because they've got just god-awful talent like some of the years that, you know, some of the teams we've seen down there in the past. They're, but they're not overly talented, and they're they're not great in the backcourt. And they're it's – I don't know. It's hard to tell how much they are inspired to play. At the, you know, defensively they've been really bad at times. It's hard for me to see a scenario in which Michigan wins this game. You know, even if they play well and play hard, and I, you know, I can see them being in it for a while. But uh, I, I think Michigan State will win by double digits. And what's the magic number? Uh, an, another theme question today to the MSU insiders 
Is it 17 regular season wins and win your Big Ten tourney opener? Uh, what's a lock spot for Izzo to feel comfortable he'll hear his name on Selection Sunday for the Big Dance? Yeah, I don't think there's any concern about that. I, I've seen this Michigan State team and program be a bubble team uh, multiple times over the years, you know, 2021. Uh, you know, 17, 15, even when they went to the Final Four and 15, at this point they were a true bubble team. This team is not that. They, they are flawed. They got off to a rough start. But, you know, if you look at their schedule, Ken Palm has them favored to win in each of their next eight games. Uh, I think they do have a chance to get on a little bit of a run. Uh, I, I just don't think they'll be anywhere near the bubble on Selection Sunday. I think they're still more likely to be a, you know, a six seed in that realm. Um, it's just not that deep a Big Ten. Now, if they start screwing things up, though, if they lose games like tonight or start losing the teams they ought to beat, then that's a conversation. But I, I think I, I don't think of them as a bubble team uh, the same way as some other teams that have been bubble teams in recent years. Graham Couch, Couch in the Room podcast, his side gig, opinion maker, Lansing State Journal. Also look for him on Twitter. And as we always say, if we got to spell Couch for any Michigan State or sports fans listening Across the state, he politely will ask you to keep sliding through uh, your Twitter feed. <laughs> Graham, thank you so much. Enjoy that uh, student-athlete salute prior to the game tonight with tip-off after 9 p.m. on the campus of Michigan State University. Nah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Bill. Yeah, Graham, I love Yeah, there he is. There's Bill being sarcastic again. What's new? What's new? If you don't have the Peacock, you're not watching the game tonight. Streaming only, 9 p.m., Spartans and Wolverines. We'll talk about the rivalry. Former Michigan head coach John Beeline joins us every Tuesday. We go inside basketball with Josh Garvey, managing shareholder from Doran Mayhew. That is coming up here in just about 25 minutes. His thoughts on game day versus Izzo. The Hoops rivalry. Who's the little brother in Hoops? Beeline will make his pick. Spartans or Wolverines tonight. And he, he doesn't pick with his heart. He's a straight shooter. So's Garvey. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com. Within the hour and Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort of Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Coming up at 545. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We are back inside the leadership locker room. Bill Simonson with Greg Harris. He has his book, Sage Advice, which covers leadership and all the principles necessary to run a business, own a business, and be a part of a successful business. And he joins us back in the locker room. How you doing, my man? Bill, great to see you today. All right, let's talk about Sage Advice, which now is available on Amazon. People can get it wherever they uh, download their books or buy them. But uh, let's give a thumbnail version of what Sage Advice is. Is all about. I think it came down from me, Bill. I'm not a self-made person. And most of us aren't. People had influence, mentors, coaches. Are we coachable? Uh, the wisdom they have that we can pass on. 
I thought to myself, I'm going to write it and I'm going to interview a lot of folks. My parents, my grandparents really gave me some great nuggets of truth to live by. And I share them with the audience. It's a fascinating book. It's a little embarrassing because I didn't heed all of their advice all the time. I'm not perfect. But the book itself is uh, pretty much a celebration of honoring your elders and adhering to some wisdom they earned. Greg Harris, Sage Advice. If people want to read this book, uh, the online version, uh, I assume they get a paperback. Uh, where do they go to get Sage Advice? You can go to MaximizeLeadership.com. MaximizeLeadership.com. Or you can go to Amazon and put in the Sage Advice, Greg Harris. Oh, it pops up number you, one. You, you now you can get delivered by the Amazon truck. I can even do it in my Suburban if, if, if it's really good. Amazon's using those EV vehicles. I don't do EV. You no. can't hear them coming. No, no, they're sneaky. They're sneaky. Knock, knock. What's there? I got you sage advice from greg harris here's sage advice i'll give you sage advice some gas don't buy an ev gas in that van (laughs) (laughs) again look for the book sage advice greg harris joins us in the leadership locker room here on the huge show across michigan we played for the thrill that rush you feel with the game on the line i'm herman moore lions all pro wide receiver now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan Tuesday. Broadcast presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort. In Mount Pleasant, Michigan, Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder. And Dormay, who will join us in a few moments. He checks in with Lomas Brown each and every Thursday through the Super Bowl. Also, he joins us when we talk hoops with John Beeline. That's coming up in just about 20 minutes. Speaking of Lomas Brown, if you want to win Lomas's Tricked Out Lions golf cart, just text IMPACT to 21000. Text IMPACT to 21000. And this summer, at a huge golf event at Tullymore in Canadian Lakes, you could win that Tricked Out Lomas Brown Lions golf cart. It's sweet. Matter of fact, Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports, 14-mile road in Rockford, just north of GR. Anybody listening across the state, you need a custom golf cart for your neighborhood, for your business, for your golf club, for your second home, lake house, whatever. Drew and the crew can custom build any Yamaha golf cart that you want anyway. You want a Lions golf cart? I think they've sold like eight of them here. In the last five weeks, 
see Drew and the team at Impact Power Sports, 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also look up Impact Power Sports on Facebook. But if you want a shot at winning Lomas Browns, Lions Golf Cart, text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000, and you'll be in the drawing this summer. For Lomas Browns, Lions Golf Cart. I mentioned on Thursdays, Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top CPA accounting and business firms, they present Inside Lions football with Lomas Brown, and also Josh Garvey uh, joins us on Thursdays, and he'll be talking with Coach Beeline. We talk hoops, Michigan, Michigan State, and the Pistons uh, each and every Tuesday, and Beeline checking in in about 15 minutes. Josh also joining us right now. I want to get his thoughts on the Lions loss. We've got a few minutes here before we get to Coach Beeline after the top of the hour. I said it in my opening huge opinion today, Josh, that I, right now where I stand, I can't watch the Super Bowl. I just can't because it is painful to look at those highlights, understand, especially after watching, skimming through it on the DVR, and I hit delete. When the Lions had that 24-7 lead, matter of fact, when they held the Niners to the field goal to start the second half, I thought that was a big message. Just like when they held him to a field goal and, and Moody missed early in the game. And then the collapse and Reynolds and the drop. And I'm not just pinning on Reynolds, but I, I really believe if he catches that ball, the Lions are playing the Chiefs in Vegas. And that's painful. And when you rewatch it, when you look at the highlights, when you hear all the talking heads, to know that the Lions would have been playing the team that they beat on their home turf to open this season. This just isn't about getting over the hump and winning the NFC Championship game. This was a Super Bowl opponent that they beat when they weren't this good, when the rookies weren't the same impact players. Not only was that a missed opportunity to win the NFC, but in my mind, a missed opportunity to win the Super Bowl. I agree. It's painful. It is. It's hard to get over today. Not, not today. We're all, this is day two. I, I can't watch the Super Bowl. I I'm all, I almost have it locked up. I've been talking with some of my friends. I'm going to have a puppy bowl watch party at either Chowhound or PetSmart. <laughs> and I'm going to go. We're going to go the puppies. We're going to watch the puppy bowl. And I've heard that they're going to have what they do in the puppy bowl is they take the two losing teams. So it's going to be puppies in Ravens jerseys and little Lamar puppy. He's really cool. He just he gets nervous when, when it's a big game. And then they got puppies in Lions uniforms, which are really good. And I'll tell you what, little Rennie, uh, short for Reynolds, he's a good puppy. And they, he likes to catch a little Frisbee. Usually he's money. But he drops it in a key situation. <laughs> so PetSmart, Chowhound, not sure what location because they have locations all across the huge network. I will not watch football on Super Sunday. It will be the Puppy Bowl, and that will be cool. And we're going to have squares where you can pick which uh, puppy team you want, Ravens <laughs> or on the Lions. That, that's where my life is. If the Lions just take care of business, I might already be in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. I might already be in Vegas right now doing the show if the Lions 24-7 lead at halftime. So you're watching the game, I assume, with family, friends, 
What's your vibe at halftime? And then what's your vibe as you watched it unravel? Oh, the vibe at halftime was very positive. Uh, you, you felt a lot of energy. You're at texting our house people and, saying they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, getting texts from all kinds of friends. My kids, my kids were there. Very good friend of mine, Pat, and his wife there. And we're just we're having a very good time. The energy's good. You know, you're refilling your pizza plate and you're going back downstairs. You didn't think they were going to lose that game. You didn't. And my son called and he said, "Hey, you got to come back downstairs because San Francisco, the game's on. They just kicked a field goal. It's it's twenty four ten and." We all hustled down the stairs. Thinking. Yeah, because the championship halftimes aren't like Super Bowl. We get used to these big games where you think it's going to be 30 minutes, but it's the normal NFL halftime. Right, so we lost track of time, and then he hollered down there to say, okay, you got to come down here. Dad, get down here. Were they crying? No, they were saying, Jake Jake Money Moody, our guy from Michigan, he's hit a field goal. It's 24-10. you got to come downstairs. So now it's two touchdowns. You're getting a little nervous. As soon as we got back downstairs, I felt, hmm, that was awfully quick to – put three on the board and so it changed uh but they responded with that drive they get under eight minutes fourth and three golf makes a great throw that can't be intercepted and reynolds tries to catch it with his arms instead of his hands i I don't understand that's been a solid combo ever since when they picked up reynolds from the rams and they got golf they've been a solid combo for three years they have been they know each other well (sighs) Man, and then and then after that, I'm not going to use this phrase, but it was same old lines. <laughs> after that, after that, it was one of the few times this year, maybe Baltimore game, maybe at Chicago, where you kind of had that same old Lions feeling. It did. It felt like the the wind was just sucked out of the team when he dropped that pass. You just. Oh, and then just, and then and then off the helmet and the catch by Ayuk and then the fumble huh. by Gibbs and not downing the punt and then the other drop by Reynolds that would have been a first down and big yardage and St. Brown with a drop and then you know taking a timeout in the final minute when you didn't need it which could have you know if you score the touchdown you could have really had a chance for a field goal and just what could go wrong did go wrong after the Reynolds drop absolutely did it was just awful to see and like you said the comment about your same old lions it just it certainly felt for that, that for way. that period the last that, 22 minutes you know coaching did. execution play calls it it all just unraveled we'll talk more thursday with lomas about that that should be a really fun show uh <laughs> we do have john beeline coming up in our next oh. segment john stick around okay <laughs> sounds good all right john beeline on michigan michigan state hoops tonight lomas and Josh back in studio coming up on Thursday, presented by Dorn Mayhew. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. 
We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on a Tuesday broadcast. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We are the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show in Michigan, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net there. You can listen to the live free stream. That would be stream at thehugeshow.net. And also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service in a moment. John Beeline, former head coach of Michigan, the Cavs, senior advisor to the Pistons, now in studio on the Big Ten Network on the weekends, doing a great job. We talk hoops every Tuesday during the 5 p.m. hour, presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew, the GR office. He's the managing Shareholder will get to Michigan, Michigan State tonight at 9 on the Peacock. Wolverines are the bottom feeders in the Big Ten right now. Michigan State still in the Big Ten conversation if they could go on a 6-7 game win streak. So we'll talk hoops with Coach here momentarily. Also bottom of the hour, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. VMSU Insider will join us, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant before the end of this hour. Let's go welcome in Josh Garvey and Coach John Beeline, courtesy of Dorn Mayhew. Coach, how you doing? I'm good, huge. Hey, say hello to Josh Garvey. I love Josh. Hello, Josh. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, we were trying to shift gears from talking about the Lions and the Niners, trying to find the fake enthusiasm to talk about <laughs> Michigan <laughs> Michigan State. We're trying that transition, Coach. You, you've been there. Well, what's the toughest loss you've ever had, Coach, where it was just a gut punch and it took you a while to get over it if you ever got over it? Oh man, I, I think all I think I had like 400 losses. So there's there's a lot to go through right there. So I think probably uh, uh, I think I think either the Michigan State championship game uh, in the Big Ten tournament my last year, 2019, or the game at Wisconsin where Tim Hardaway hit a hit a jump shot with 2.2 to put to put us up by three. And Ben Bruss hit a half-court shot to put it into overtime. We lost at Wisconsin. Those are two of the tough ones. Those are tough ones. What about Final so, Four? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because Final Fours, do you – because there is a big achievement just getting to a Final Four, so yeah, I don't know yeah. if there's a lot of pain when you lose one of those games. You would know better yeah. than most. Well, there, there is, but when I looked at that, little did I know, I said, okay, well, these we got five freshmen out here, and we got some really good sophomores – I didn't know that in two years all of them would be gone. By that time, all of them but one, Karis LeVert, would be gone to the pros, and he would be injured for two two of the next three years. So uh, that one didn't hurt because I knew the future was so bright at that time. But uh, I would have liked to get it, that's for sure. I would like to get one of those championships. Uh, Josh, your biggest loss as a sports fan, was it Sunday night with the Lions? I'd have to say so because yeah. the the that's top of my list. That's top for me. It's oh, it's number one at this man. point. It's just like yeah, but we get Michigan, Michigan State, Wolverines in last place in the Big Ten, and Michigan State uh, they've been up and down this season. Uh, coach, uh, when you know from the Big Ten studio crew 
So looking at what you've seen from Michigan and Michigan mm-hmm. State this year, what are your early thoughts about that matchup tonight in East Lansing? I think Michigan State right now, they're ready to go on a little bit of a run, depending who they're playing. Uh, they're not they, – they, they say, well, who's got to step up for Michigan State? I think they all do. I don't think there's a – there's like outliers there. I don't think they need everybody on that bus to play well against the good teams. And uh, so, and tonight, you know, Michigan, they have a bad record, but they have shown that they have the ability to beat people. They are a talented team that's got to find themselves. So, but, and they, they have the avenues to do this with, you know, the season's half done in the Big Ten. I think I told, said on one of the shows, we were one and six one time, and uh, we went to the NCAA second round. So it can happen. But um, Michigan, this this game tonight is 12 years ago. I think tonight that Zach Novak hit six threes on Draymond Green, and Stu Douglas had a huge jump shot to, to change that. I don't know what it had been. been 10 years since we beat Michigan State. And then from after that, it was pretty even. So um, it's that game could go either way tonight. I know a lot of people think Michigan has no chance. Michigan went to Iowa, won by 20. Michigan played St. John's and beat them. Michigan lost at home by one or two points to, to several teams. Uh, they can win. Uh, they, Michigan went out to Oregon, lost in overtime. Michigan can beat people now. They just got to put it together. Josh, your thoughts on uh, Michigan State Michigan tonight, 9 p.m. on the Peacock? On the Peacock channel, yes. Um I think it's a rivalry game, regardless of the records. It's Michigan versus Michigan State. Um, I, I do think it's going to be a close basketball game, uh, regardless of what the line is right now, which last I looked was 10 or 11 points. I'd, that I don't, seems like a lot I don't see that. to a point, right? Yeah, I don't see that. I, I, th- I see a very close game and agree with Coach's comments that Michigan's lost some really tough games to some good basketball teams, and they, they've got some good players. And so – I do think it's going to be a nail-biter game. I really do. Coach Beeline, uh, you mentioned the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry after Novak hitting the six threes and Stu Douglas kind of even things out. Uh, take us inside what it was like on the Michigan side and you communicating with Izzo, you know, during games, yep. before games, out of season. What was that rivalry like, Michigan-Michigan State behind the scenes? I mean, I don't think he'd mind saying it. He just texted me today and just said how he enjoyed these games when we used to play against each other and the, the great amount of respect we had for each other. He just sent me a long text today about this. We stay in contact all the – I mean, I wouldn't say it's every week, but I would say every month or two, you know, he'll he'll reach out to me or I'll reach out to him. Um, I've said many times that we were – we are friends in a different way that there was so much respect, but it, it just because of how busy your schedules, it's not like you're hanging out together. If we on the road, hell, we were hurrying from one gym to another, looking at each other every day. There was no way we're saying, Hey, let's go out to dinner and become better friends or something. You know, it was, a, it was just a really good relationship. That's what, that's what it was. And, I I went back at that time and every game was sold out both ways. It was crazy atmospheres. And we'd hear the Dick Vitale in the Duke, North Carolina game. And, oh, this is the biggest, greatest rivalry. Come and sit at a Michigan, Michigan State game during those days. 
And there was nothing better than that. And in the state, both teams going to Final Fours, uh, it was as good as it could get. And uh, it's, it's, both teams are sort of off a little bit this year, but um, who knows what can happen by the end of the season. You know, Josh Garvey from Dory Mayhew in studio with us Tuesdays during the 5 p.m. hour when we talk hoops with Coach Beeline. I said it on air, uh, live as it was happening, that Izzo and Beeline had taken the Michigan-Michigan State basketball rivalry to rival what you would see on Tobacco Road. I agree. It, it, they, 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 there was a resurgence there because yeah. Michigan had been beaten so many times. And well, you said ten, what ten years ten in a row? Years, ten and, games. Was it ten years or ten games in a row, Coach? I, I do not. I do not know. It's a yeah. long ass time. Can I say that? That's <laughs> a long time. <laughs> yeah, you can and, say and, that. And, that covers. You need yeah. a T-shirt with that. Yeah. Your team should have been out oh, there with yeah, T-shirts that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, people were wearing the T-shirts how many days it had been. It was in the thousands where we had won in football or basketball. Wow. There was that little span right there that was happening, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, we, we had this, you know, sometimes they'd beat us. We you'd usually win at home, and then sometimes they'd beat us here, and sometimes we went up there and beat them. So there was really an even matchup awesome. after that time. It took us a while to – you know, Tom, and you know what the other part is? We were so far behind in Michigan at facilities. We had, other than Northwestern, who had never made the NCAA tournament, we had the worst facilities in the world. So what do I do in year two? I, I asked Tom, hey, let me see your place. And I went up and saw their place and came back and said, fellas, we're wrestling with one arm behind our backs. There is no way a kid can come to our school and their school on the same day and think that we that we emphasize basketball and that between Bill Martin and Dave Brandon and Mary Sue Coleman, our president, they said, we're going to get you those facilities. And they did. And it was more about that. Once the facilities leveled up, then the 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 uh, the rivalry leveled up as well. And but Josh, that's what Tom's saying, yeah. come on up, come on up and take a look around. That's awesome. And meanwhile, it, it, it was great. And so we, it, we, he gave us suggestions. You know, I like this. I don't like this. You know, it was good. It was good. Did you have a little secret cam- camera on your lapel where you were taking photos of all the like <laughs> plays on the video board and everything? Uh, it is always no, so I real. Wasn't. And so are you, John. That's why I, I, I feel privileged to know both of you. Because you're, what you see on the court, what you hear on air, uh, you're those same men uh, away from it, maybe even uh, to a better level uh, with your hearts. And Josh, you know, with following this rivalry, uh, Izzo Beeline was as good as old school North Carolina Duke. You can go down, you know, college basketball rivalries, football, we can do a laundry list. But the great, you know, UCLA, USC was old school uh, basketball, but it's you know it's Duke, North Carolina. It, it, they were right there yeah. with Izzo and B. We're, we're in the same state that you had that. I mean, in the same league. I know it, it, it was amazing. It's, it's, it's Iowa and Iowa State are in different leagues. Yeah, now, but that's it, not it, big. It, it, you you guys were up there with Duke, North Carolina. Uh, you yeah, were yeah. you you were you were right on Chapel Hill to Durham to the Can emotion I, of I, the the crazies at. Chrysler to the Izzone, the coaches, the way you both work, the media, and most importantly, the talent you brought for the fans to see uh, in the rivalry. 
there was some. Can I tell? I'll tell you a story. One time we're playing there on Sunday at Sunday at one p.m. CBS. So I took the team up ahead of time to the game the night before. Usually we just drove up and played. So I go. There's a, the Newman Center is right across from the Marriott. So I go to Mass that morning. It's eight a.m. I'm hiding in the corner, like just just doing my my Catholic thing on a Sunday morning. And we all get done, and the priest is like making his final announcements, and he says, and I want to welcome Coach Beeline to his, the parish today. And everybody turns around, looks at me, says, and says, and don't think you have a chance of winning today either. So that, and that, so I said, well, I'm getting it from the priest. I'm getting it from the priest, let alone the fan. My God, so they probably was, they probably brought the exorcism guy out right there. Oh yeah, I had night. How many prayers I said that day? We weren't winning, and you know what? The priest was right. He was right. Yeah, Josh had that rivalry was just a it was a pleasure to both sides of it with Izzo and Beeline. Yeah, those years were some of the best years um, to watch basketball with that Michigan-Michigan State rivalry. And Coach Beeline and, and his team were able to put put Michigan kind of back in the right position there. And that was a fun time. I can think of all kinds of players at, at both schools that made that such a fun rivalry to watch for all those years. Well, when he was just bringing up Novak and Douglas, you, I remember that game where they kind of shocked the world and uh-huh. they won at the Breslin and then, you know, Coach, I, I, Co- the thing I love about Coach Beeline and knowing him uh, a long time, you know, both professionally and talking personally, is that the first time I met him, it was uh, I had gone down to a basketball game with Bruce Cortez, who's a huge Michigan booster lawyer here in West Michigan. Went down, I think it was Illinois, uh, Michigan. And it's the first time I'm going to meet John. So I'm saying this is 10, 15 years ago. I talked to him a lot on air. He's doing a press conference. I'm standing off to the side. He gets done. He walks by. I go, hey, Coach, Bill Simons. He goes, Bill, love to meet you. Listen all the time. I'd be careful on drinking too much of that green and white Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he had to go back to the locker room. He walks by. And I'm like, Bruce goes, what did he say? I go, he told me not to drink too much of that green and white Kool-Aid. But he said it in a friendly way. It wasn't like Bobby Knightish or anything. And just it, 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 the rivalry with Izzo Beeline, it, it was it was a woody bow. When I look at the Big Ten and I look at great rivalries in any sport, okay, and I know Mason and Red had one in hockey with Michigan, Michigan State. Football, uh, Michigan, Michigan State, I don't, I don't know if they've ever lined up uh, with at the same time, but basketball was legendary. Yeah. It was awesome, Coach. It was, man. Well, I got to roll. We got to get to a network timeout. John Beeline, enjoy that game tonight. When are you back in the Big Ten studios? Uh, this weekend? Saturday and Sunday. We'll be rocking and rolling there in the Big Ten studio. Got some great games to cover. I'm enjoying doing it. I enjoy reconnecting to college basketball. Coach, that, this is really awesome conversation. Uh, and I, we love you, man, okay? All right. Well, thank you. All right, Josh. All right. Yeah. Hey, have a good week. Enjoy, enjoy the game tonight. Good, good talk with everybody. Thank you. Bye that, now. That was good, man. Just you, there's nothing better in my 32 years, Josh, of doing a show when you get behind the scenes stuff. That's some legendary stuff. And they share it. Usually it's when they're done coaching. Yeah. That they share those stories. It's nice to hear that they still talk, right? And is what's accident today? Well, I like that. I awesome. like that a lot. Good stuff, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder. Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office, world headquarters.
in Troy, one of the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. We'll talk Thursday with Lomas. Sounds good. Can't wait for that. That should be fun. <laughs> that should be awesome. Uh, remember, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for women. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, it's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. A busy and a late week for Michigan State men's basketball. The first of two games against Michigan, and it's a struggling Michigan team. The Spartans obviously cannot afford to lose this one, not only this one, but the one in Ann Arbor down the road. And then Maryland comes in for a revenge game this week, 5.30 on Saturday afternoon, Maryland so disappointed after losing at home to the Spartans by two points a week ago. So we're down to less than a dozen games left in the regular season. These are winnable games, clearly, for Michigan State. The Spartans will be favored in both of them. Michigan has struggled, as everyone knows, but in a rivalry game, can the Wolverines rise up and pull off an upset? The Spartans know they have to avoid that. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with a winter escape giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two Lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the winter escape giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the Huge Show across Michigan. Tuesday broadcast presented by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Also some late night hoops happening only on the streaming via Peacock. It will be Michigan State and Michigan 9 p.m. tip at the Breslin in East Lansing. And I think, Comp, what is it? The combined records, the worst in over 40 years between the two teams? 
Yeah, something like that. And you combine that with a streaming um, app to watch the game. And it, there's there's less buzz about this game than many games I can remember in the past. You know, it wasn't that long ago that Michigan State and Michigan were, I think they had their first top 10 meeting when they were both in the top 10 a few years ago. And that was outstanding. Um, this one, not as much. Of course, Michigan is having their troubles. Um, Michigan State needs right now to have a surge to become comfortable for the NCAA tournament. And that's no given. Because you've seen in the Big Ten, um, pretty much everybody can beat everybody. And Michigan State has these games, not only this one against Michigan, but in, in shortly they're going to be going to Michigan, at Minnesota, at Penn State, at home against Maryland. These are the swing games for Michigan State to make sure that they can win the share that you're supposed to win to make yourself a tournament team. Starting tonight at home against Michigan, got to take care of business. It's, it doesn't have the buzz nationally or even statewide, but it's still very important for Michigan State. Yeah, I think the Lions uh, run until they lost on Sunday night really kind of dwarfed the start of Big Ten play for both teams. So when we get down to business and you look at Izzo's squad versus Juwan Howard in Michigan, who's a bottom feeder right now in the Big Ten, where do the Spartans have the advantages over Michigan and vice versa? trying to be tied together on defense. I'm not really sure all the problems that are going on with Michigan. We assume that Doug McDaniel will not play tonight. You know, he's not been playing road games. Everybody knows that, but that's not a contractual thing. Who knows? Maybe because it's in state, just an hour and 20 minute drive. Maybe he played tonight. I don't, I don't know if, if, if Juwan Howard was asked about that, maybe, maybe that's, that's set in stone. I'm not sure, but Michigan has had their problems. I mean, earlier in the year, they looked good against St. John's. I'm really surprised what's happened there, but defense has to has to be the first thing, the first order of business. For Michigan State, defense has been inconsistent. There have been games when they've looked like an Izzo team, and it seems to me, Bill, that when Michigan State wins five straight, then they go to Northwestern and they sleepwalk through it against a very good Northwestern team. Then they win three straight, they go play Wisconsin, a team that had already beaten them. Michigan State should have had every reason to be focused and urgent, and but on defense... They were just kind of a court low, especially in the backcourt. Izzo talked about that yesterday. So Michigan State, it's finding that defensive ethic every single night, which is hard to do. That's one of the things Izzo's usually pretty good at, one of the things that's been his secret sauce over the years, getting that done with these guys, even with veterans like Tyson Walker and A.J. Hogard. It's a little bit of a challenge to get them in that mindset and get that effort from them every single night. And they need to because, you know, Walker's not the biggest guy, so the the effort needs to be outstanding. Jaden Akins, if he misses a couple shots, he gets a little bit fogged out on defense. They need to get over that hump and become consistent on uh, on defense, beginning with the backboard. That needs to be a plus for them in all these games if they're going to make a surge right now. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, known as Comp, joining us on the Rose Stumber Coffee. Guess I'm talking about Michigan State, Michigan tonight, 9 p.m. tip. If you don't have the peacock... If you don't have the Peacock, you can't watch the game. It's streaming only tonight unless you got tickets to the presence to go get the Peacock uh, right now if you want to watch that matchup. What's the magic number looking at Izzo and his team right now in the regular season, rest of the way, including Big Ten Conference Tournament? What's their win number to feel comfortable for hearing their name on Selection Sunday for the NCAA tournament? I'm guessing seven more wins gets them to 19. 
I think that would do it a couple of games above 500 in the Big Ten. And, you know, that, that's, that's going to be a struggle. I, mean, I think they can do it. Um, they got a harness that consistency we talked about. You got winnable games, Michigan at home against Maryland at Minnesota. They, they were fortunate to beat Minnesota in the Breslin Center. They're going to have to play better to get that game in Minneapolis. At home against Illinois, I mean, Illinois has been uh, Jekyll and Hyde this year. It's hard to uh, figure out what you're going to get from them. They play at Breslin February 10th. They've got a lot of height in the backcourt, which gives Michigan State trouble. At Penn State, I mean, Penn State, did they beat Wisconsin at home? I mean, Penn State at home, they're not a good team, but that's the way the Big Ten is. Then they go to Michigan. You know, I know Michigan's had their trouble, but that's, that's going to be a difficult game. Iowa at home, I mean, these are winnable games. Ohio State at home. You know, they get Northwestern at home again at Indiana is going to be difficult, of course. I, I think that there are seven wins in there to get to 19, and anything above 19 helps your seeding. They can do it, but um, if they continue to play like they did, you know, just barely eking out that victory at Maryland, and Maryland's coming on right now. They've got seniors. They've got talent at three levels. They're going to win some games down the stretch. Um, the way Michigan State played at home when they eked out a victory against Minnesota – they got two wins in those games, but they have to play better than that if they're going to get the, the correct number of wins in those games I just mentioned. Michigan dead last in the Big Ten going into that game tonight at the Breslin, 2-7. and seven. If you're Izzo, his staff, and that team, you're looking at those two Michigan games left on the schedule tonight in East Lansing and at Chrysler. Those are two of those seven you talk about very important for MSU to get in terms of locking up an NCAA tournament berth. And like you said, at Indiana, at Purdue, two of the last three for the Spartans. So, yeah, Big Ten hasn't been spectacular, but it's been consistent. Would you agree with that? Yeah, after Purdue and Wisconsin, it's kind of a mosh pit of mediocrity, the way it kind of was in football outside of the top three. So, you know, who's going to rise out of that and put together some wins to become a – a respectable fourth-place team. Illinois has the ability to do it now that they have Terrence Shannon back. We will see if they can get it done. After that, um, it's going to be difficult. And like you said, with Michigan State, two of their last three games at Purdue, at Indiana, and a home game against the Northwestern team that really has their stuff together. So Michigan State needs to get their wins before those last three games. And Michigan, they've had their problems but if they were ever to get connected and get together and put their chips on the table and have a good 40 minutes of basketball, I would imagine it could be against Michigan State. And with Michigan, you know, Nakamwa with his ability as a stretch forward against shots and Terrence Williams, he's going to get his shots. So you get a night with if both those guys are shooting well. Um, you only get 40 minutes to prove you're the better team. And Michigan can put a good 40 minutes on you. It's still within them, even though they've had their problems. Eight of the 14 Big Ten teams going into tonight's play are sub-500 in the conference, a mosh pit of mediocrity. One of the great quotes from Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. Uh, this is a must-win uh, for Michigan State, and Michigan would need a miracle finish like to win out almost in conference play to even think about the NCAA tournament. Their only shot may be winning the Big Ten uh, tourney, if they can put something together here at the end. 9 p.m., only on the Peacock. Tonight, that's it. If you don't have the Peacock, you're not watching. 
Michigan, Michigan State comp, and the crew will have coverage at SpartanMeg.com. Izzo seems to be handling this season in a realistic way. I think he understands the talent on his team and where his team is at. Would you agree or disagree? A little frustration. I mean, you know, they were kind of hoping that that, uh, Jackson Cola would come around and do more, but he went down with that injury in October, had foot surgery, came back a couple weeks ago, a little bit later than they expected. His weakness is lateral movement on defense. That was a weakness last year. That's why he didn't play much. He's got excellent back-to-the-basket skill. It gives them, can give them some scoring that they need down low, which can give you some inside-out ability to get some shooters going as well. But if he cannot play defense, if he cannot move laterally well enough to play defense, he's not going to get the playing time. The injury hurt him where he could not afford to be hurt, which is his wheels, lateral movement. It's getting a little bit better. But until that gets back up to standard, I don't know if he can play on defense enough to give you what he can give you on offense. So that's a tough one that Michigan State has to get ironed out. Quite frankly, Jeremy Fears, the backup point guard, has uncommon leadership abilities, got some defensive toughness. He, of course, suffered a a bullet wound when he was home in Juliet, Juliet, Illinois, during Christmas. Hit his thigh. He's not coming back this year. Very doubtful. He has to you know, learn to run and jump again, which he's not able to do. But you take him out of the mix also, and it's just a couple more cards that you don't have in your hand. Not a team that could, could afford that. Still a team that is not what it was last March when they had Joey Hauser. They've not replaced that part. Malik Hall does some good things in his own way, but he cannot stretch the floor consistently and make a defense honor him the way Joey Hauser could. So that makes it harder for Hogard and Walker to get downhill. Jaden Akins, his three-point shooting comes and goes. His defense comes and goes. He's a big wild card for this team as to whether they can go ahead and get to the tournament for what would be, I don't know, the 26th straight time for Tom Izzo, which is like the longest streak by any coach at one school in the history of the sport, if they can go, and if they can be a second weekend team. Right now, I think they've got enough to get in and win one game, but as of right now, they're not good enough to win that second game. You know, like last year, they upset Marquette in the second game, second round. The year before, they had Duke on the ropes up by five, five minutes to go, didn't get it done. This team right now cannot beat a team the level of Marquette last year in the second round, Duke in the second round, unless they make a lot of improvement down the stretch. That's what Izzo's searching for. Before I let you go, uh, the second signing day for college football is coming up uh, next week. Uh, Will that be an important date? Normally not one for the big boys in D1 Power 5 football, but with the coaching change and Coach Smith in, uh, what can the Spartan Nation expect next Wednesday on that college football signing day, too? Yeah, you know, Michigan State is still busy. They're going to add two or three. You know, they they offered, they got a commitment from a wide receiver from Texas, about six foot three and a half. You know, he's got good grades. He's solid and everything. He's just one of these guys that was you know, over overlooked Jalen Brown. I mean, Michigan State fans can go and find his, his video. He looks he looks pretty good. So Jalen Brown is going to sign in the late signing period beginning February seventh. Michigan State is still in on Jaden Walker, linebacker from Portage Northern in Michigan, west side of the state. Good blooming linebacker. They had a commitment from him for a long time. And USC came in, got a visit from him. USC's all over him. I think USC might have have a little bit of an inside track. Jaden Walker visited this past weekend. So that's still a recruiting battle that's going on. Michigan State against Southern Cal. That's an important one. 
Michigan State, meanwhile, is looking at defensive tackles. There's a kid from Miami named Dimitri Nicholas. Visited January. He's visiting this uh, last weekend, and you know Michigan State's battling Nebraska for him. So there are, and then there's Keona White, a defensive end who had been committed to the University of Washington when Kalen DeBoer left. He was able to get out of his his uh, letter of intent, and you know Michigan State's going against UCLA and Texas for him. So these are some these are some legitimate, good, solid, high star type recruits that Michigan State's still in on. They got a big receiver from Texas. They're going after some defensive linemen, the in-state linebacker. Yeah, quietly, there is a lot of recruiting still going on for the late signing period. We've got that covered at SpartanMag.com. Jim Comperoni, really good stuff. Had me locked in. Way to bring it today, Comp. Enjoy the game on the Peacock. Michigan right. State hosting Michigan tonight. 9 p.m. is a tip, and they do that for the student-athletes with the 9 p.m. tips on Tuesday. I that's what I love about the Big Ten. They really care about the kids. They do, along yeah, with this is, the this NCAA. Is, this is, you know, when, when the Big Ten got that that huge, to use a word, um, television deal with the big networks, Fox and NBC and everybody, this was some of the small the small print that the Michigan-Michigan State game would be on Peacock at 9 o'clock on a Tuesday because yeah. they're trying to sell Peacock subscriptions. Oh, my it's God. And that, we didn't know it was coming. That Iron Eagle's son is so bad on play-by-play for football and basketball. My God, the nepotism dripping through the TV. He's brutal. I don't even know what his name is. I know Iron Eagle's dad's pretty good on CBS and calls the NBA, I think, the Nets or something, but... He's so green. It's brutal. Robbie Hummel's good, the former Purdue guy. Yeah. And so yeah. is Blackledge on the football. But this Ian Eagle's son, I don't, is his name Junior Eagle? I don't even know what his name is, but I'll be watching yeah. him on the Peacock tonight. Yeah. Michigan State and Michigan, 9 p.m. The tip with all the commercials, halftime show. Game literally could be over on Wednesday. <laughs> All right, it's college basketball season. Let's go. I love you, Comp. Thank you, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there's Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Reasonable and proper. That's the term Michigan laws use to determine if you're traveling at a safe rate of speed regardless of the posted speed limit. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police would like to remind you that wintry conditions require additional caution and care from all of us. If your speed is not reasonable and proper, you could be looking at a speeding ticket. And on icy roads, you could be looking at something far worse. Drive slow on ice and snow. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions, and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break, vacations, and even the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. That is theurbanu.com. The prepping season is underway. 
and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip, that spring break, or the summer. Find out more at TheUrbanU.com. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, to stand by. Timmy, what's shaking at Soaring Eagle? Man, so much going on. You know, we're headed into February. We just gave away that truck away here in January, and that was a whole lot of fun. Everybody showed up. Big, big day for us there, and that was a whole lot of fun Saturday. But now we got Fridays in February, two winners each hour from 5 to 11 p.m., Bill, with a chance to launch the football to score $2,500 in premium play. You can win up to 2500 in premium play. That's a good day here at Soren Eagle, and all you got to do is toss the football. It can't get much more fun than that. And then we walk into our winter escape Saturdays in February. And this is the way this one goes down. Saturdays in February, you can win your share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 to 10 p.m. Two guests will win $1,000 in premium play. And each night at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will win $10,000 in traveler vouchers to escape the winter blues. So you can go anywhere you want. Two winners. So that's two, not one, but two each. And be part of our big winter escape. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. And you know, we do it big when it comes to shows, entertainment. I get asked about it everywhere I'm at. We got a lot going on. Jeff Foxworthy, February 16th. Jeff Foxworthy is one of the best comedians I feel when it comes to knowing about rednecks. He's an expert. <laughs> Can I say that? February 17th, great date night with our vodka and pasta. We got the La La's Great Burlesque Show. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. The food, the drinks, you name it, we got it. The comic book killers. Murder Mysteries are back at Soaring Eagle, March 7th. That's a Thursday, 8 p.m., so make sure you come check that out. They sell out quick. Last two have sold out fast. Justin Moore, March 9th, great country star. Make sure you check Justin out. He's one of my favorites. Tesla, March 15th, going old school. We love Tesla here. That's an 8 p.m. show Friday night. Peter Frampton, Never Say Never, Tourville, March 16th, Three Dog Night. March 23rd, you can't go wrong there. Warrant with special guest Lita Ford, March 20th. 29th, Grand Funk Railroad, and Fog Hat with all the hits. April 13th, that's a Saturday night, 8 p.m. show. God Smack, April 27th, that's a whole lot of fun. Six May 4th, Chicago, May 25th, the hits keep coming. August 9th, Outdoors, Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top, can't go wrong there. Jason Aldean will be here August 16th. More to come. We're going to mention it on your show, Bill. You can't go wrong. All you have to do is check out Soren Eagle Casino and, uh, and 
Uh, hit the like button on our Facebook page. Tell them what they need to do to keep an eye on everything here at Soren Eagle, Bill. Yeah, go to SorenEagleCasino.com. Everything Tim just talked about and more tickets. Book your uh, hotel room promotions, uh, the new food district, Michigan's go-to live sports betting destination, the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub. Also, you can uh, bring Soren Eagle close to you with the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. Download that. Uh, com. Follow them on Facebook. And don't forget about their sister property, the Saginaw Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish, Michigan. If you're listening on 100.9 FM, the Mitt in Midland Bay City, Saginaw, uh, close to you, the Saginaw Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel. But com. Follow them on Facebook. And you can connect to everything and more that Tim just talked about. He is the fun governor for a reason. My man, good to hear your voice. We'll talk in seven days. Let's do it, Bill. All right, Tim Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, joining us on this broadcast presented by Soren Eagle. And remember to download that Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. Huge here with my good friend Lomas Brown. It's time to talk about Impact Power Sports. Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart destination on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of GR. And people are coming from everywhere to see the Lomas Lions Yamaha golf cart. And Lomas, I know you love this cart. Oh, my goodness, man. Look, everybody, like you say, is a showstopper. Everybody walks by, they stop, they look at it, it's outfitted. With the Lions logos everywhere on it, this Lions colors is made for a big fella like me. Hey, it's all it's all it's cracked up to be huge. Now, Drew told me Lomas that they sold six custom Lomas Brown Lions golf carts in three days at the recent Grand Rapids RV show, and he said the Lions Nation going crazy over this cart. Anybody can get the Lions cart uh, made exactly like Lomas, custom designed by. Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, north of GR, but they service uh, the entire state. And Lomas, there'll be a couple chances coming up for the fans to meet you and myself at Outdoor Rama in Detroit at the Suburban Collection Showplace. We'll be back there. That will be the weekend of February 22nd through the 25th and the Ultimate Outdoor Show in Grand Rapids, March 7th through the 10th. And you'll be there for a time that will announce at a later date at the Impact Power Sports booth. So those are pretty cool situations. And what I love, Lomas, is how you interact with all the people that come up to you. Well, it's fun. I mean, it's fun interacting with the people. What they're coming to see is that cart. I'm just, I just happen to be standing next to it. But that cart drives their attention there. And we're having fun, man. It's been a great year with the Lions. And it's just been a ride, dude. It really has been this year. Yeah, you can find out more about those Yamaha golf carts and getting your own custom golf cart for your neighborhood, for your business, for the lake house, uh, for the golf club. Uh, Just stop by and see Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. They service the entire state or look for them on Facebook. And also Impact Power Sports is the largest Avaton e-bike dealer in West Michigan. All models are available Find out more at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford or look for Drew and the Crew at Impact Power Sports on Facebook. 
They love Lomas. We love Lomas. Lomas, we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks, my good man. Big. Bad. Huge.